my name is Gary Shotton, and I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business. Today we're going to talk about the word crisis. As we enter into business, a lot of people that are not knowing uh, say and think that business is going to be a steady climb up. You start at the bottom and you just progressively go up a step every year and everything works fine up till maybe 30, 40 years. Well, that's not reality. In reality, things go up and down, up and down uh, on a erratic fashion. And normally, there's going to be some form of crisis involved with your business. And at first, you could think, oh, I hope I never have a crisis. But there's really a reality that there's a value in going and having a crisis because that gives you a chance to tackle that and come through it on the other side. On this climb up, it's going to be a series of events that are sometimes plateaus of good, but many times you come to a point and there's going to be a crisis. Now, there's there's going to be times when you're just totally unexpected and what do you do then? What do you do when you have a crisis? I'm going to read from a book here. You'll know if you listen very long that I'm not a very avid reader, but I do read biographies and this book uh, called Bread and Butter is about the founders of a franchise here in town called Great Harvest Bread. And on pa page 42 it says this, I realize businesses are like relationships. They aren't really worth much until you have endured their first good crisis. Think about that. Any relationship you've had, especially one that leads to marriage, or that close of a relationship, if everything is perfect, everyone's dressed nicely, you go out to dinner every night, uh, everyone smells good, everyone has the right look, the right car, everything, that's not reality. I would be suggesting just a little bit of marital advice here that if you're considering marriage and you still have that chance, you want to see how your spouse handles things when things don't go well, when there is a crisis. It says here again on page 42, until a business has been tested, no one can really be sure if it will last. Let me rephrase that. If you want a business that lasts, you will feel a track record of issues that surface that are considered crisis. I know this, that most business banks do not loan money until you've been in business three years minimum. They like to see seven years, really. If you're going to get some real money, it's got to be several years in. Oh, you can borrow money when the asset, like if you have a $100,000 piece of equipment and you want to borrow like $20,000 to buy the $100,000, there's plenty of equity there. So they'll probably give you that loan. But when it's, they're going to reach out and risk something, it's because they have seen you come through a crisis. You see, if we're looking at this situation when I talk about growing step by step, if you could say that a little bit differently, at every step, you would grow to that level, stay at that level, work through the systems and processes, the research, everything we're talking about on our website, work through it at that level, and then also hopefully have some kind of a crisis that you can come through and overcome. 
that crisis really and overcoming that crisis actually gives you the fortitude and the ability to grow to the next level or go to the next step. Now, by the way, I'm going to mention four strong crises in my life, so I'm not talking about theory. So you're going to want to come through these situations that are building character in your life, building stamina in your life, the ability to come through, analyze a situation when it's not going well, and then succeed through that to the next level. So I'm going to give you four different situations where I had a crisis and how uh, what happened and then I'm going to give you some tips on how that you might look at a crisis and get through it. Number one, I was just getting started uh, some 35 years ago in a trucking company where we moved furniture and at that moment I had two trucks, both old, both paid cash so I didn't have a loan on them but they were not really good trucks and one of them was out on a job away from my shop and they call in and the carburetor something's wrong and it won't start won't run oh no I don't have money for the tow bill so I decide I will send out my other smaller truck with a chain and pull that bigger truck in so that I don't at least have a tow bill and then I can get the mechanic to work on it back at my place of business so we do that and I pulled back in at that time I didn't really have a business location it was my house and I had a bigger yard and I made the mistake of pulling into an area that was soft and it had been raining and the, t per the vehicle, smaller vehicle was doing the towing got stuck. Now it's stuck in the mud so trying to get it out I'm trying to rock it back and forth and I burn up the clutch. So here's the picture, here's a crisis. I'm just getting started and I have two vehicles, both of them are down, both of them need to be repaired, both of them are out of service, I have a crisis and I wanted to quit. I'm telling you it was so discouraging I wanted to quit. Crisis number two, later on, a few years later, I'm doing better, I buy my first brand new truck that's going to go over the road specially designed for my business with the anticipation that the driver that has been with me, the person going to operate and drive that truck, is going to be a part of that. They help me pick the truck. They're get, I'm thinking they're getting excited about driving for me. But two weeks before the new truck arrives, this person tells me I quit. I'm giving my two weeks notice about the time my new truck comes that I'm thinking they're going to drive, they're going to be gone. And by the way, they go to work for one of my competitors. And by the way, they didn't know anything about the moving business when they started. So I trained them with everything they know and they left me high and dry. That's a crisis. Now in my current business, I'm getting started. Now I have more experience and I have a bigger business and I have more equipment and I buy my first piece of equipment about a half a million dollars. Now I don't write a check for a half a million. I get a loan and in fact I get a loan with no money down and it's going to be paid in increments every month for five years. Well we get our new operator on that, a brand new piece of equipment and they make a miscalculation, a misentry in the computer and I now have a brand new piece of equipment that's been crashed. These are powerful, it's been destroyed 
and I'm going to have $25,000 to fix my brand new machine before I even put my first job on it. That's a crisis. Number four is the daddy of all daddies as far as I'm concerned. I'm three years in to my new business. I have lots of loans. I have lots of payments. And we have the economy drop way out of sight. It's so bad that I go from 65 employees down to 24. I have to fire 41 employees because of lack of work. And I have loans like crazy. I am in trouble, I think. But I made it through all of those. And I made it through all of those with a new sense of confidence, a new sense of accomplishment. I'm ready to tackle a bigger crisis when it comes. Now here's a few tips. When you're facing a crisis, it's not a time to expand. Some people have thinking, well, if I just get bigger, I'm in trouble, but if I just get bigger, I surely will get better. Well, my experience has been it's time to trim. It's like a, a, a patch of strawberries in a strawberry patch. You trim back some of the blossoms so you have a bigger product. Well, in this case, in most cases, it's not a time to expand. Trim back in that last case when there's total economic downturn, I took, took, brought my core people together. I asked them to buy in with me. I told them, we're going to get through this together. And I asked, are you in? Are you willing to do anything that needs to? And they're all in because their job counts on it too. And we cut back every single unnecessary expense that there possibly was. I'll just give a funny little one. We had paper towels. You know, you wash your hands in the bathroom, you get a paper towel, and you wipe it and you put it in the trash. I had every day, seemed like I had a whole bin full of paper towels. We, we discontinued that even to today. We wash our little hand cloths, and everybody has their own hand cloth with their name on it. You use your own cloth, hand cloth every day until it's dirty, and then you go get another one and we'll put them in the washing machine. We cut back everything, every piece of paper, every pencil we bought, everything we did we cut back. Cut back, cut back on your expenses and don't expand. And believe God that you're going to get through this with every skill set that you have. Number two, I would always look for the end in sight. Where can I see the end? I can tell again with the big one that I was anticipating being in economic crisis for three or four years because normally there's a, a swing in up and down uh, of your businesses and it doesn't cycle out that that fast but I think due to technology and due to some things uh, uh, of just the cycles are like shorter together so this crisis came on really fast but in one year the crisis was basically over the orders start coming back in Oh, was I happy. But I was kind of locked in thinking this is going to take at least three years. So I conserved every piece of cash and I held on to all the cash I could have in order to make it through what I thought would be a three-year cycle. And only when I saw the cycle end, when it was the business was kind of come back up, that I started loosening my grip on the cash I had. Those are two tips I think that will help you that if you're in crisis, you have a way out. Now, I didn't uh, stop my generosity to my church. My, it didn't stop my, my giving to missions. That's my personal choice. And I believe those things, along with an ultimate trust in God, 
that he would bring me the wisdom. See, God never sends me money. He sends me wisdom. And my prayer was for wisdom. James chapter 1 talks about if any person lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, and God will give it to that person, myself, liberally. And he guided me. Now, I had to make the steps. He didn't tell me what to do, but he gave me the facts, information that I could make choices consistent with good, good results. Well, I hope this helps. Uh, we're here as a part of inspiring better business. We're going to have crises. You're going to have a crisis, and actually, you actually want that to some degree. Uh, if you take smaller steps, the crisis will be of less intensity normally, but there's things that are going to be outside your control. Somebody quits unexpectedly, the economy dips unexpectedly. You could be doing everything perfect and a crisis can come your way. You've got to be able to get through it and go to the next level.